Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp, Fightful, here with a name you know. You've seen him here on Fightful a couple of times, but man, at a at a much different place right now. We got Richard Holiday. Do, do you have like anything to talk about right now, Richard Holiday? I don't know. There hasn't really been that much going on. I mean, we could just chat and see what happens. Yeah, yeah, I've got uh, I've got some items over here we could discuss. There's here's a a cap for my water bottle, but you know I think I think there maybe has been a, a thing or two. We we've reported about a thing or two that you've you've been through. You've been backstage at AEW. You have left MLW. You are a survivor. You have returned to wrestling. What haven't you done lately? First off, the thing we want to know is how are you doing? How are you feeling? Yeah, most importantly, I'm feeling fantastic. I am just in such a great state of mind, um, body, spirit. I feel amazing. Every day is like a blessing. It, it is beautiful. Um, I feel awesome, man. I, I really do. It's, it's, it's been a really wonderful um, past couple of months, you know, since everything. But um, every day is a blessing. Everything is, everything is great. And as as we know, you were diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma, and I've I've learned a little bit about this process of you finding out. But the limit of what I've found out is, as you know, via Alex Hammerstone telling me how you guys could kind of tell something wasn't right last summer. But you, being the person that you were, you're like, eh, something'll pass. It'll be all right. But then you you find out what's going on. What what a, a you know, I'm I'm asking you what you're comfortable divulging in this sense, but 
what's that process like for you to sort of discover something that not only changes your life, but that of everybody around you? Right. Um, you know, at this point, I, I don't, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, it's a topic where I'm not going to talk about all the time, but listen, I'm totally cognizant of what I represent and, and who may need to hear this. And that is so cool for me. So like, if I can help one person by telling my story, that's, that's amazing for me. Um, in fact, I actually met uh, a kid this past uh, weekend in North Carolina uh, for AML wrestling and, and we chatted and, you know, hopefully I was able to help him a little bit. So, uh, but going back to your question, it was the unknown that was the most worrisome for me because I remember when I did that match against Hammerstone in New York for MLW, man, I showed up. So I was living in California for the month prior and then MLW had flown me in for that show in New York. And like, I'm leaving California just like pale and, and frail and like very odd. And I didn't feel good. And I just remember just like getting to the arena that day and just pounding NyQuil or not, not NyQuil, excuse me, DayQuil. And I'm just taking as much of it as I can. I'm telling court, I'm like, I'm okay. I'm like, I'll be fine. Like I'll push through and court's like, are you okay, man? Like, are you sure? And I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's just like, it's just how we are as wrestlers. We're just like, we'll push through. We'll worry about everything on the back end. And, um, I ended up going out there and having like a match that I was actually very proud of um, with Hammerstone. It was a last man, no, a uh, false count anywhere match. So we were all over on the roof in Melrose Ballroom and, you know, we're fighting over people's balconies. People are looking at us (laughs) and uh, I thought the cops were going to get called. I got thrown into a plant and it's it's like, you just forget about how you're feeling. You just get kind of so engulfed into everything. But then after the match in the next couple of days, man, I was just feeling just still feeling it. And I'm like, maybe I'm just really sick. You know, maybe I, maybe I just got like a really bad bug or something. And then, you know, just one thing led to another and then test after test after test. And then eventually they came up with the diagnosis, which they did. And when, when that's given to you, like what were the immediate responses? Like, was it okay, here, here's the plan. Here's how you get over this. What were you even thinking uh, about from a wrestling perspective then? Because obviously if, if you don't live, you can't wrestle, but so much of your living is wrestling. Yeah. So once they told me, I was just like, okay, when's everything start? Like there was no time to think. It's just like, like, I've been feeling really bad for a long time. Like it's about time. You just told me what it was. So let's get through that. Okay, boom, here's the diagnosis. What do we got to do? What's the prognosis behind this? And, you know, what are the steps needed to take? Not so much to get me back into the ring, but like, how do I get back to just living normal civilian life? How do I get back to just getting back into the gym and feeling like myself and looking like myself and all those things, the more important things, right? And then the wrestling will eventually follow. And I knew that. And, you know, the doctors were so assured to me. They're like, you're going to be fine. Everything's going to be okay. It's going to be a process, right? Like, this is not something that you just snap your finger and fix. But we're going to do what we need to do, and you'll get back in the ring. Like, don't worry. And I, I never wavered from that. Like, I always was just, it'll be there. Wrestling will be there. The, the industry is not going away. The business isn't going away. I may be going away for a little bit, and that's, that's okay. Because I will be back, and I'll beat this. And that was just my mindset the entire time. Like, I would allow myself... MOAs, moments of anxiety, just moments. That's it. Um, I would have a moment of anxiety and then get back into it because it's just 
stay on the course and, and, and do what you have to do, and then you'll get to where you want to be. And now here I am doing a fightful interview with you, enjoying <laughs> a nice Starbucks coffee and, and, and loving life. How was MLW during this process? Obviously, the, I, I would imagine you maintained a, a close relationship with Court Bauer throughout that entire process. You've been working with him for years. Yeah, Court and I are actually really close. Um, me and Court probably got closer during the whole uh, time frame. And, you know, we would talk wrestling, sure. But we would talk about life. We would talk about family, talk about the Yankees, talk about the Giants. Uh, we actually have a lot of commonality behind that. So, like, we would just chat, you know, and he would just check up on me from, from time to time. And, you know, I would always, you know, text him and, you know, say, hey, I saw this on, on MLW and I, you know, I thought this looked really good. And, you know, we would talk about the product for sure. And we've maintained a really good relationship. They were MLW was very good to me during the whole, um, you know, during the whole process I, I guess you can say there's obviously there's not much they can do it's like they they can't assist in the healing process but they can make me feel more comfortable about it and they certainly did towards uh towards closer to your return you had revealed that you were actually a free agent and your deal with mlw had expired so i mean you had been a fixture in mlw for for years i mean that's where a lot of people came to know you what went into the decision to not stay with MLW and, and like I, how, how what kind of a decision was that for you? Because I mean that's that's been a large part of your life as well. Hey guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his eighties, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids, and he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger, her body looks leaner, has energy all day, and Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, so MLW for me, I am so appreciative of my time there and everything that I did there, and I really do feel like that was the catalyst to any sort of success that I have had in wrestling. I feel like 
MLW has catapulted me into that uh, stratosphere, wherever that may be. And a lot of my fan base and a lot of the people who know me are going to know me from, from Major League Wrestling. And I'm very appreciative of that. Now, I was there in 2018, I want to say. Uh, I believe, yeah, 2018. So I was coming up on about five years, right? I mean, almost half a decade in, in MLW. So, you know, my deal was eventually, like, just like any contract, right? Like, deals eventually are going to expire. Uh, they're going to come up, and then negotiations are going to happen in order to either extend or, or not extend. That's just the nature of any contract in any sport or any business. So I was there for, for quite a bit of time. And then during the whole um, time frame where I was away, the, the, the deal was starting to expire. Um, and then it was just honestly a very simple human-to-human uh, -human conversation that we had. And they were more than fair with me. And uh, I couldn't be more um, happy with the way that the discussions actually went. Um, they heard my side. I heard their side. And it just ultimately uh, what was best for both parties, uh, being the company and being myself as an individual, was, uh, was to part ways. Is that a, a door that is, has remained open? It seems like it was very amicable, this, this split. Totally amicable. Um, I would like to think, sure, I would love to think that the door is still open. Um, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a door closer, especially in business. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't think that you should burn any bridge. I don't think that you should close any door uh, because you never know where your, your career is going to head and what might be the best fit for you and uh, who you like working with and who you don't like working with. It's, you know, so I, I would love to think that the door is still open and, and it was nothing but amicable. And to this day, I was texting court the other day talking about how bad of a trade deadline this was for the Yankees. You know? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Reds <laughs> fan. I don't want to hear about it. Oh, well, you know, this is this is your time to shine. So, listen, I'm an honorary Reds fan okay. the rest of the way. I am an honorary Reds fan the rest of the way. The big red machine all day. I'm, I'm rooting for you guys. The Yankees stink. So, but, yeah, I mean, we, I we, we, we and him were talking about that. So, door's and open. You announced or you made your return, and you've had a, a ridiculously busy schedule since then. I'm like, this guy knows that he just came back from lymphoma, right? Like, you're wrestling multiple times a week, like, all over the place from, from beyond wrestling open, like, AML, as you just mentioned. How quickly after you said, ready to head back, did that schedule just fill up? So, I've been calling this the summer of holiday. And I really, like, believe that it is. Like, I announced that I was taking bookings again. And, like, I just got flooded with people who were just like, we'd love to have you. Let's let's do it. They gave me this date, this date, this date. And my schedule is, like, honestly very full going forward. And I'm going to be popping up at a lot of places. I'm going to be debuting in, in new places in new states. Uh, I'm going to be making returns. Um, I'm all over the place. And it's, it's really a, a blessing in that sense. Um, but I was just like, I only know one speed. What's the point of just, I was away for so long. Sure. I can ease myself into it. I can do a booking here, a booking there. Like, I'm not going to get any better doing that. Like I missed all of this time. I have to make up for that. Not in a sense of like, uh, um, you know, proving to people what I can do in the ring, but like, I need to get back on the grind. I need to like, if another door is going to, we were just talking about doors. If another door is going to open, I need to be the best version of myself that I possibly can be to go through that door. So in order to do that for me, it's do as many uh, events as I can, have as many matches as I possibly can, 
and I love being in front of the crowd. I've missed it. So, you know, any opportunity I have, I'm probably going to take it. I noticed that your return was just maybe a week or two shy of it being one year outside the ring for you. Was that was that a coincidence? Was that like a benchmark or anything that you were looking to to get back? I mean, that that is very impressive to be able to go through what you went through and then make it back all within a 365-day period. Yes. So my last match with MLW was 352 days prior to the match I had with Brad Hollister um, for uh, PAPW, which is where I was trained. And that was very important for me to have my return match back at um, that establishment so that friends and family more so can can come to the return. And actually, um, it was streamed live on Fight, and I was privy to the numbers, and <laughs> might I say. <laughs> um, uh, Mike, Mike Weber was happy on that night. He was happy. So... Uh, but the, but the, the fight thing was a byproduct, 100%. Um, I wanted friends and family to be there, and they were. And it was 352 days. Is it a coincidence? Probably not. Um, I think it was more so, like, probably just a, a testament to the determination of, like, I'm going to get back as quickly as I can, and to do it within a calendar year was pretty cool. Could have been 364 days. Could have yeah. been 340 days. But it happened to be 352 I'm so happy to see you back, and and you know you've been in the news since you've been back as well. And I want to talk about a couple of those matches. But uh, Wrestling Observer had reported that WWE had discussed internally the potential of you coming in. Now I think it's it's pretty well publicized. They've had a hiring freeze this year between them hiring I think 20 main roster people between August and December of last year, and then all of a sudden none for like eight months. It's very clear what's going on there. They've also got a merger going on right now. So ideally, when you're doing a merger, you don't bring in a bunch of people. But seeing your name in the news like that, almost, I would say, within a few weeks of your free agency, your return being announced, how does that make you feel? And and is there any light you can shed on maybe what you've heard? Yeah. um, Ultimately... I'm not in the boardrooms, right? So um, in any company, that's that's WWE, AEW, anywhere, Impact, it doesn't matter. I'm not in any of these boardrooms. I'm just simply me. And the best thing that I can do on a day-to-day basis is be the best version of Richard Holiday that I can be every single day. Now, what that means, ultimately, is now that I am a quote-unquote free agent, which is new to me, right? I haven't been a free agent in this in this business in four and a half years, so it's kind of fun to, to flex that muscle a little bit, but um, all I can do is just be the best version of me. Now, what that means for all of these companies, if they do have interest in me or they don't, is where do I fit into the puzzle? Like, does it make sense to bring me in now? Does it make sense to not bring me in? Does, what does make sense? I don't know. Um, I have a pretty firm grasp of you know, what I offer to this business and, and what I can offer to any product, you know, from a, from a talent standpoint. So I'm confident in my ability. I'm, I'm very poised for the future and, you know, whatever happens, happens. I think the, I think speculation is, is probably one of the most fun things about wrestling is seeing people on Twitter or Instagram being like, I hope Richard pops up here. I hope he pops up there. And he was there, he was here. And it's just like, you know, nobody really knows at the end of the day, but, you know, the, the speculatory, um, you know, tweets and things like that are always fun to, to 
you know, view and watch and think about. And the landscape is categorically different than the last time you were a free agent. I mean, not only for you, which before you were fairly young in wrestling and now you have this wealth of television experience and have, have competed on TV for like four and a half years. But the last time you were a free agent, there was no AEW. There was an ROH that stood separately of AEW. There was just a completely different landscape in professional wrestling. The indies even looked a lot different at that point because there was yeah. no AEW. So it's so much different now. What are some of those differences that you've experienced? Yeah, it is wildly different to think about, right? Because like when I first signed with with MLW, you know, it, it was, uh, I would like to think at least that it, that was one of the spots that you wanted to end up. And, you know, we had a really deep talent roster, like so many guys who are making a lot of noise in the industry now were on that MLW roster, right? You look at anywhere across the board, you're going to find a little sprinkle of MLW probably everywhere, right? Um, what's different for me? Nothing, you know, because I am what I am. I, I've, I've always been authentic in my presentation. I've always been authentic in, in who I am and how I come across and how I do interviews, how I walk to the ring and how I talk and how I wrestle. I've always been true to Richard Holiday, um, whether that's in, uh, signing a contract in 2018 or potentially signing a contract in 2023 and beyond. I don't know, but it's it's the the signature is going to be the same it's going to be richard holiday it's going to be authentic it's going to be the same thing um you know so i don't really know what's different in that sense i just know for me same guy there were rumors that you were backstage at aew collision in hartford i know that's somewhat local to you geographically uh is that true and what is it i do live in connecticut you do live in connecticut i'm just saying I'm just saying for any other Connecticut companies that are interested as well. But uh, what was that process like? How, how was it there? AEW is cool. I mean, it's, 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 it's a really cool spot. I mean, it was, it was great to, uh, you know, it was great to see some old buddies. Um, you know, obviously I got some, uh, some old friends there. And um, it's always good to, uh, you know, to see what else is out there in the business and, what else is is available and you know i don't even know if it's available right i mean it's it's you know i'm, I'm not trying to put any speculation or any clickbait or anything like that it's um, my job that's your job buddy you know <laughs> uh, my my job is to uh you know just uh give you something to click on i don't even know what my job is at, at this point um but you know i do live in connecticut you do live. You do, in fact, live in Connecticut. Uh, it, you know what? It's it's not a state that really has too much to offer, right? So I guess when when some exciting things are happening in Connecticut, you might want to take advantage. I don't. I don't know. That's that's true. What what is there to do in Connecticut? So it's primarily a drive-through state. Let's be perfectly honest. Unless you're going to stop for pizza, which I don't. Eat, I eat pizza twice a year, for the most okay. part. Um, and yes, the, the dates are mapped out. Uh, okay. Exactly. That I, that I eat. Pizza. What are those dates? Um, I can't reveal that. Okay. I can't, I can't reveal those dates. Um, but I, I don't want people, you know, going down to Worcester street and, and, and trying to find me while I'm having the pizza. I'm going to have to dig into your past. Like I'm going to hit up Hammerstone, MJF, Alicia. I'm going to find anybody that I can to try to find out your mapped out 
calendar pizza dates? You know, I actually took Hammerstone. So in New Haven, it's called Worcester Street. Mm-hmm. And that's where that's where you get classic New Haven habits. And I took Hammerstone there, and he said it was the best pizza he ever had. Really? Yes. Yes, that, that is a fact. Um, but... Uh, what were we talking about? Connecticut. There's Connecticut. some nice beaches. There's 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 nice beaches. There's uh there's uh there's pizza and then there's me. That's pretty much Connecticut. So um, I, I gotta ask you since the last time we talked on camera, I've grown a mustache. Yes, I, I, I know what you were gonna ask me. Yes, that that was exactly it. What's up with the mustache? You 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 seem to be enjoying that. I'm more than enjoying it. Um. You know, I think it's a, uh, is it a summer look? Potentially. Yeah. Is it a forever look? I don't know. You know, I think it's, uh, it's definitely a look either way. And it, it's really just, uh, just, just grown some, something different out there for the most part. I like it personally. I'll tell you what I like. I like words of wisdom, words of wisdom. And you have been through some ups and some downs and allow me to share these words of wisdom. I take a couple uppers, I down a couple downers, but nothing compares to these blue and yellow purple pills. I've been to Mushroom Mountain once or twice, but who's counting? But nothing compares to these blue and yellow purple pills. That is a quote from uh, Eminem in his group D12, Richard Holiday. Why have you not learned this yet? You know, I mean... I was, if you just saw me, how captivated I was you by are. those bars. Your bars, your flow was immaculate, Sean. Well, they're you actually be, D12s, but. Well, I mean, it, it's almost like you made them your own. That's true. That is You know, you, it, it, was, it was so authentic. It was lovely. I was captivated by that performance. Um, that was actually the second time I've ever listened to D12 in my entire life. And I have to say, the first time was via you as well. I gotta say, uh, I was I was hoping MJF would back me up because when I interviewed him, I was like, you know, Richard Holiday didn't know D12, and he said, well, he shouldn't because Eminem is better as a solo artist, and I said, oh, okay. Very well, yes, I, I mean, you know, you know, D12 is is a blip in the radar. Eminem is like, you know, wow, a top five rapper. That's arguable. That's arguable. I would love to hear your top five rappers. That I'm sure that wouldn't be like an article that everybody would be up in arms about. I can I can give you my top five rappers. Okay. Yeah. Um, and this is uh, this is objectively subjective, if that makes any sense. Like I truly believe that these five are probably the best, even though they are my five favorite. Um, but it's got to be Jay Z. It's got to be Tupac. It's got to be um j cole okay it's got to be probably eminem and uh and biggie i gotta say you know you know what's interesting four of those were included in uh eminem's top nine from uh till i collapse he says reggie jay-z tupac and biggie andre from outcast jada corrupt nas and then me yeah he did say that there you go so i mean i'm close right I mean, I'm, that's I'm that's pretty close, like eighty percent of it. And I don't think J. Cole was around back then. So there no, we go. he's my favorite of the of the newer rappers. So before we go, 
after all that you've been through, how do you look back on this last 14 months of your life? Because you know, some people who emerge from things like this can, can emerge with a different outlook, can emerge with sort of a, a new lease on, on what they once took for granted, any, any number of things. And what type of advice would you provide to anybody, but especially young athletes that might be experiencing this? Because I cannot tell you how many times I've seen somebody say, Richard Holiday is going through this. I know somebody who's going through this and the like. Yeah. So a couple parts there. How do I look back in the last 14 months? I honestly try not to. I try to look clearly ahead. If I didn't have the scar on my chest, I probably wouldn't be reminded of it all that much. Um, but again, like I mentioned, I'm cognizant of it. And I have a lot of people who have reached out to me, a lot of people um, who have unfortunately either been diagnosed themselves or had a family member been diagnosed. So any advice I can give them would be to just completely remain strong. Allow yourself those MOAs that I talked about, moments of anxiety, but they're only moments. You can beat it. Anything that's that life throws at you, you can beat. Um, and it's, I do believe everything happens for a reason. And whether you find out that reason or not, hopefully you do. Um, I do feel like, you know, I have my, my purpose in life and, you know, what I can do. And I, I truly believe that pro wrestling can be a vehicle of inspiration, right? I can, I can use this vehicle to drive it home without even being, uh, without even bringing it up. Right. Um, like we talk baseball, uh, I've mentioned this a couple of times. I'm a huge Anthony Rizzo fan. Um, he had the same thing I had, but he goes out there and plays first base for the Yankees every day. And it's just like, you would never even know, but that's pretty inspiring. So that's ultimately what I would want to do is just have a long career in pro wrestling and, you would never even know, but if you did, you could be inspired by it. So that's ultimately my goal with everything. And, and, you know, I, anybody who needs to reach out, you know, they can find me on social media and, and, I, and I will answer, um, when it comes to that. Uh, we had a friend close to our family and their child had, ironically enough, a scar on their chest for an operation they used to have. And they had, they said it was, uh, their superhero logo because, he powered through some tough things. Richard Holiday, you are an inspiration. I really admire uh, your, your ability to talk about this stuff, to compete through this stuff, and entertain and make so many people smile. And we greatly appreciate you, man. We, we're so glad to have you back in wrestling. Uh, the world is very lucky to get to experience your talents that you have shared with us. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what you do. I mean, my God, your schedule is insane right now. Uh, and, I, and I'm loving it, man. Before we go, let the people know where they can find you. Let the people know where they can follow you and support you. Yeah, thank you. Um, very easy. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram or both, hopefully, right? Um, <laughs> at Most Marketable. Um, within those, you can go on my link tree. And you know, if there's any uh, merchandise that you're interested in buying via me, by all means, go ahead. Um, but at Most Marketable is where you can find me. And, and Sean, listen, I appreciate your time and and uh, all the uh, hard-hitting questions that you asked me, particularly <laughs> about my, my, uh, my choice of facial. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. So, yes. Um, I do appreciate it. Guys, thank you all so much. Richard Holiday, thank you so much. Until next time, guys, we're out. Buying pay-per-views on NordVPN.com slash Fightful is going to enhance your pay-per-view buying process. Now, one subscription to NordVPN has so many different benefits, but if you're a big pay-per-view buyer like myself, UFC, boxing, pro wrestling, all that good stuff, <laughs> any combination of the three, if they're doing a fight circus or something like that, this subscription will pay for itself after one or two pay-per-view buys. Change your virtual location, pay for it at the prices that other people are paying for it in the UK, in Australia, etc., etc., and you can get different interfaces. Maybe you don't like Peacock and you want to check out the WWE Network the way that it used to be, the way that it was designed to be, the easy navigation, so on and so forth. Maybe you want to watch AEW without commercials. Maybe there's some other overseas services that you can't subscribe to and you want access to them. NordVPN.com slash Fightful gives you that with a great deal and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Even better, 24-7 tech support. So if you have trouble navigating any of it, they can help you out. Fastest VPN on the planet, nordvpn.com slash Fightful.